welcome to Simone J. It's Between the Weeks. With two freaks. I'm Sydney. I'm Shu. And we're here coming at ya. We got the updates that you know you want. Woo woo! Woo woo! What do you have going on? Uh, well, you sent me a, a picture that just disturbed me. Oh no, what did Earlier I... this week. You know I have no memory of this. I have a monkey, uh, a porcelain monkey statue in my backyard that is really haunting um i've posted it on my personal instagram i'll post it on the simonche page um his name is uncle rico uh-huh we found him at food city a grocery store here in phoenix and he's a monkey with a cowboy hat on and he's drinking a beer and he just looks like a demon with his eyes they're all black and uh-huh. shit and sydney sent me a picture and was like someone left this at our work at my work. And it's an Uncle Rico. It's a, But he has a penis. He has a penis. I just want to say, <laughs> thank goodness you are my partner in crime because I had already forgotten about that. <laughs> and that was three days ago. Yeah. Um, and yeah. you took it home? No, he's still uh, out front of our work. I oh, okay. said we should give him as a prize because we now have a karaoke night on Wednesdays. Yes. And he should be the prize for best karaoke or bravest karaoke uh-huh, but uh-huh. he is a we uh, we call him our drunken monkey and he's drinking a Coors Light yeah and he has a teeny tiny weenie and I asked you if yours did because that's the most disturbing part of it it really is not that someone left this monkey on our front porch after business hours because we don't know where it came from it's not I'm not bothered by that. I'm bothered by the fact that he has a teeny tiny wiener. <laughs> so maybe we can put pictures of both on uh, the Simonche Instagram. Okay, I will. Okay. That's hilarious. Um, okay, I have an update for you. Okay. You had mentioned that you were at a bachelorette party at a hotel and someone pooped in the pool. <sighs> yeah. And you weren't there. You don't know who pooped in the pool, right? It was a little kid. We okay. didn't see who we just saw all the kids leave at once, and we were like, fuck yeah, they're all gone, we can start partying now. And then one of the girls was walking the perimeter of the pool, mm-hmm. and she's like, what is that? Got it with the net, it was a piece of poop. <laughs> okay, so, and then you said, like, a guy came and dumped a bunch of chlorine the in the pool. security guard came, he dumped a bunch of chlorine, he's like, you can get in in, like, 15 minutes if you want. Okay, so I, uh, as you know, I'm a theme park enthusiast, and I spend a lot of time reading and listening to podcasts about theme parks. Well, I listened to an interview with the former manager of the now-closed Nick Hotel in Orlando, Florida, and it was a Nickelodeon-themed hotel, but they actually mentioned the protocol for when someone poops in a pool, and I thought, this is fate. Um, and I had forgotten <laughs> to mention it to you, except for I text myself su- stuff sometimes to remember. Yeah. And then I don't check that ever because this is something I texted myself a couple weeks ago and I texted myself pool poop what to do. <laughs> um, and so the protocol is if it's a solid bowel movement, you fish it out and there's a certain amount of chlorine, you know, per the size of the pool that you dump in. Uh-huh. And an hour later, it is safe for guests to go back in. Okay. Um, if it's a loose one, then they have to drain the pool. So apparently it was because you guys went in the pool the next day and you were yeah. a little iffy about it. But I learned that it's totally okay. fine. Okay. 
Oh, it makes me feel a little bit better. Yeah. I was disturbed because the security guard just looked at us and was like, you don't know how often this happens. Yeah, I, and I, I was like, oh, please don't tell me that. I kind of want to know if any of our listeners uh, work in hotel management uh, and want to tell us the frequency with which yeah. they see a code two in the pool. Um, I'd greatly appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, it was just a bummer because all of the kids were like, at least five years old. Yeah. So you would think they'd be old enough to know, like, I'm about to shit. But I think when you're little, you just get excited and you keep trying to hold it. Yeah. Because you want to keep playing. Yeah. That's what uh, happens. It's dangerous. So I, it's fine. All's forgiven. Okay. <laughs> and now I know it was okay. They followed protocol. They did. Because so we were safe. like, what the fuck? What the fuck? The car just came and dumped a bunch of chlorine. Is that okay? <laughs> ay, ay, ay. Um, all right. What else is going on? Um, I was, you know, perusing Us Magazine, their website. Uh-huh. Uh, just on my lunch break, seeing what was the hot goss in Hollywood. We love the hot goss. <laughs> and they had an article about... um how jewel deals with anxiety oh you know the singer yeah and so i thought that's fun i'll mention that and she i think she has a website that she's she's coming up with let's see to share her mindfulness skills with others the picking up the pieces singer created never broken a free online resource that offers exercises that can help calm the mind and reset negative thoughts. Okay. So she's really into mindfulness. Excellent. And doing practices to break the repetitive negative thoughts and stuff like that. Just create like little um, tricks to, you know, when you're walking around town. Okay. So check that out. I will. Never broken. I just thought... I'll mention that. Um, I have something kind of in that vein in okay. terms of self-help. Are you familiar with the case of the West Memphis Three, those boys who were Satanists, who were yeah. arrested and jailed for murder? Um, and there's a great series of documentaries on HBO called Paradise Lost about them. Um, but the main boy, Damien Eccles, his deal was that he was he was a practicing Satanist and he was into magic. So he was a weirdo. So when bodies were found, the people in this redneck town said these kids did it. And so based on no evidence, um, he was jailed for, I think, over 20 years. Um, but he recently was they were released. Uh huh. And he writes books. Um, but this girl that I don't know in real life, but I befriended on Instagram, told me she's been listening to this podcast he did explaining magic. Uh, and he does ritual magic. Uh-huh. And it's called The Crimson Lotus. Oh. And it's three episodes. The main show is called Transgression. But if you type into your podcast app, Damien Eccles or Crimson Lotus, you will find these. And he basically explains uh, how magic works, how practicing magic works in a really cool, coherent way. And the second, the first episode was just the philosophy behind it, which I loved. And then the second episode was him walking you through um, basically a meditation exercise. Uh-huh. And in the way that all spirituality is just 
different semantics almost and so but rather than saying chakras it was like the core that you're balancing um but he explains how it works and um he talks about you know building your safety in your home and having magic as part of your life and i thought our listeners would really be interested in it yeah and me too i'm gonna check that out i'm always looking for ways to incorporate magic into my life more and to be a good witch so yeah well, I think you'll love it. Also, he's just so smart and he's yeah. such an impressive person. Um, in those documentaries when they get arrested and they're trying to like basically they're trying to beat him down and he's like, No, I'm a Satanist or I practice magic. Like he he refuses to second guess himself or renounce his opinions. Yeah. And just to be like, he was like fifteen or sixteen and to be that strong wow. in your philosophical knowledge and your spiritual beliefs in the face of everyone around you believes differently is very impressive yeah totally Um, so everyone get into damien eccles yeah check that out um what else is going on with you i finished my book uh the memoir that parker posey wrote you're on an airplane how was it it was good so she doesn't go into a lot a lot in depth into her personal life okay she does tell some stories about like her grandparents and her parents and she has a chapter about being a twin. Did you know she has a twin? I didn't. Yeah, she said I came out cupping his little penis. What? No, no, no. shut up. <laughs> I'm just joking. She didn't. That's say a that. callback to the House of Yes, yeah. the movie she was in. She did talk about uh the House of Yes in that chapter, but mainly she just said that I think she like cut her ankle or something the night before and it hurt wearing the shoes. Oh, okay. (laughs) And that the actors were cool to work with. Okay. She said Tori Spelling did good. Um, But yeah, anyways, she writes more about her experiences being an actor on different sets and the movies that she could have you know audition for been in that she passed up and okay so if you're into maybe the industry and how things work behind the scene yeah. it's a good it's not a salacious read but it's an interesting journey through her yes. career and she's you know just how i think most people think she's unique and kooky and mm-hmm. cool she yeah, is she yeah. comes across that way she has a whole chapter on pottery oh and uh you know some yoga breath practices that you can do and there's like some recipes in there so it's cool it's a cool book if you like parker posey i think you will enjoy it excellent i might read that that sounds good yeah i love an autobiography well now i want to listen to it because she reads it oh fuck. and i feel like damn i'm kind of bummed that i read it i wish i would have listened because that i feel like that's the yeah. ultimate way to experience that book yeah so I might, I, maybe I'll listen to it. Yeah, just wait like a year and then you'll probably be ready to listen to it. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, What else? Well, NPR just published this article called, uh, titled, No Amount of Alcohol is Good for Your Health, Says Global Studies. So I figured I'd yeah. update the Simonche community about it. Because um, basically we're at a, time in the United States where this is the most positive acceptance that we've had of alcohol in history and they were saying it might have gone too far because uh, even medical literature has a lot of stuff about the health benefits of alcohol but um, this global study uh, followed in 195 countries from 1990 to 2016 and 
found that the only safe amount of alcohol to consume is no alcohol. (laughs) And basically Uh. any of the health benefits to, say, drinking red wine for your heart are outweighed by the greater risk of cancer and self-harm and other diseases. And apparently um, alcohol is the leading risk factor for disease worldwide. Oh, wow. Which is crazy. Um, And so the CDC is kind of trying to push medical literature to reduce the accepted volume because most people who drink do drink more than what is already. Yeah. Like most of the time, if you're like, oh, yeah, I like to go out and have a couple drinks, it's medically considered binge drinking. Right. And now the CDC is trying to say no more than one drink per day for women and no more than two drinks per day for men, which that still allows you some alcohol because they were like... Listen, don't get crazy. Like, it's also the only safe driving is to not drive at all, you know? Yeah. But we're not going to say ban all cars. So, you know, alcohol. Moderation. Check out our episode on alcohol. Yeah, we can learn what it does for your bod. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, that's about what's been going on in your actual life. Um, in my actual life, let's see, I'm getting ready to go to a wedding in Denver, Colorado. Oh, yeah. And that's very exciting because I love going out of town. I like flying. Have you been to Denver before? No, I have not. Oh, I'm excited for you to report back. I've never been. Yeah, me too. I'm excited to see what it's like. So, um, that will be cool. And other than that, you know, I just been chilling my washing machine went out yesterday so that was kind of a bummer but I got most of my laundry done before that happened that's good oh I went to Walmart and I needed some new needles for my sewing machine Mm -hmm. and I hem some shirts they look really shitty I'll show you oh no did you iron them before you sewed them I didn't and I (laughs) show I had your voice in my head going like you should iron these and then I was like uh, I'm feeling too lazy to iron them. I'm just going to fold them. And but I then guess. you fight with it the whole time you're sewing. Yeah, it was bad. I I'll did... show them to you. Maybe I'll post pics. But um, anyways, when we were leaving Walmart, I saw in the claw machine a Rocco's Modern Life doll. Rocco himself. Okay. A plush doll. Yeah. And I was like, not to brag, but I'm pretty good at claw machines. I've gotten multiple things out of them before. Do you think that they are rigged or is that what people who aren't great at it tell themselves? I think that's just something people tell themselves. Because it really all depends on how the doll is laying in the machine. Uh huh. Like you have to look for the ones that are laying in the right way. Someone told me when I was a little kid that the um, claw is programmed to only hold its grip like every so many times but I don't know that that's true they so they're like huh. they're they're like so maybe 10% of the time it holds its grip but the rest of the time it releases also if you uh run a toy vending company yeah. and you know how these machines work simonchepodcast <laughs> at gmail.com because I would love to get to the bottom of this but you're saying you have good yeah experience with this like you get them a lot yeah and so um I said hey Deacon like come help me get this and he tells me like he'll stand on the side of the machine and be like go a little further back you know kind of guide me okay because you're looking from one direction and he's got the other yeah okay 
and we got it on the first try. Fuck. It was awesome. I'm I think you might be right. They're not rigged. It's a skill. I don't think they are. I think yeah, it's just, you know, something something that happens. Have you ever used the claw in fake attempts to move things out of the way to get to the one that you want? Is that a technique? I don't think so. I've never I've never done that. Okay. But, you know, if you have multiple credits, yeah, it's something to do, try to be like, I want Rocco, but he's under this. Right. So I need to move this thing. Yeah. Like there was a I had a second credit uh-huh. and there was a Tommy plush oh, toy from Rugrats. Oh, yeah. But he was in a position. I was like, I'm not going to get that. Yeah. Um, one time we were at a bowling alley and I got a strawberry like pillow. Uh-huh. Sh- it was in the shape of strawberry. You know, it's like those stickers you had on your car. It's a Shopkins pillow. It's a Shopkins. It's a nice one, too. Yeah. So we got that on the first try. And oh. this guy came running up and was, like, pissed because he's like, I've been trying to get that. Like, he had tried, like, four or five times or something. So, and then we came. And I was like, sorry, bro. Like, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. I want to encourage all of our <laughs> listeners to try a claw machine this week. Just because yeah. you, they are out there. You walk by them. Just stop and tr- just give it a try. Give I like this. Yeah, I always walk by them because I think there. It's you can't win those. I just happened to have two dollars in my pocket. I was mm. like, let's do this. Why not? Yeah. It was a dollar for two credits. I support that. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Dreams do come true. What's going on in your life? Um, I'm moving on Friday. Okay. I'm super excited. Mm-hmm. I'll be moving down the street from you. Nice. I won't be living in my mom's laundry room anymore with my crazy brother. Uh-huh. I won't have awkward conversations like the one I had this morning <laughs> where my mom, she likes to say, her and I were just talking, you know, and I was like, yeah, it's just so funny. Like people act like you know who you are. And I'm like, if you're lucky, you have who you are figured out by the time you're 40. And my mom then said the story that she occasionally brings up, which is, I mean, I remember when you were 15 and you sat me down at the dining room table and you told me you were a lesbian and that's not true. And I usually ignore it because I did come out to my parents when I was younger. I had a girlfriend in high school. I wanted to go to homecoming with her. And um, instead, my parents took me to a psychiatrist and said, she thinks she's gay. Do you have anything to give her for that? Oh, my God. Uh, Yeah. So the conversation I had (laughs) with my mom this morning was because we the, the greater conversation was about identity politics and how it's like. I don't feel like you should be forced to decide your identity and feel trapped in a box. Yeah. And I was like, well, here's the deal, mom. I've known that I was gay since puberty. Like, I've liked women as long as I've liked men. I don't actively date women right now because I'm lazy and men are like fast food. They're cheap and they're easy. (laughs) But like, I'm not saying that I don't still get a fever for the flavor. And that is that's exactly what I said, which is an awkward conversation to have with your mother. Yeah, but like, totally. I just hate her bringing that up and being like, yeah, it's so funny how you thought you were gay when you were a child. And I'm like, you don't know how many women I've had sex with. Like, I'm kind of retired since I quit drinking. Like, but like, it's not I just think that's so to be like she used she thought she was gay. That was so silly. That teenage whatever. Yeah. And it's like, dude, what if I was like I was only gay for like five years. I was gay for five years. And yeah. I just was like, I don't feel the need just because like 
sometimes I want to fuck a chick to like make being a lesbian my identity because like it's not I do mostly date men right it's a lot easier I'm lazy like most men I date complain that I'm emotionally distant and they never see me so I can't imagine trying to date a woman like let's just be (laughs) real with that that given yeah given my relationship style that would not work well with a woman i have a lot i've had a lot of friends who are lesbians and they're like god you just have to talk all the time it's exhausting like you never fuck you just talk all the time and i'm like that's not for me uh cuddling yeah maybe well not even that they're just like you just always have to talk about everything and it's you're exhausted like your issues and stuff and i just was like so, but I just think it's so funny. I just want to, I, so, uh, I guess I re-came out to my mom this morning by telling her I still have a fever for the flavor. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. And then I was like, all right, I have to go to the gym now. Yeah. I'll see you later. And I just never want to have a conversation like that before breakfast ever again. Right. Like if, I guess, I mean, I could have let her go to her grave being like, my daughter came out and she's not even gay. But it's like, fuck you, bitch. I came out because I had a girlfriend and I needed your permission to go to the school dance with her. Like, (laughs) Jesus fucking Christ. The childhood that never stops Uh, haunting me. Yeah. I had a weird flashback the other day that like is comic. It's like really sad, but it's really funny. Um, Because like I wasn't, you know, soothed as a child or comforted. And uh, I don't have a lot of childhood memories, but every once in a while, they'll, like, sneak back in. And I forgot that I used to sing myself to sleep. Aww. Do you remember what you would sing? (laughs) This is the best part about it. For years, I would sing myself to sleep by going, ooh, child, things are gonna get easier. I also loved that song as a child. I just would be, (laughs) everyone in my house would be like yelling and screaming and being crazy. Uh You know, my stepdad being like, someone shoot me, get the shotgun, someone shoot me. Oh my god! And then I eventually would go to bed and I would be be real quiet under all the covers so no one could hear me because I was always so scared of being judged. And I would sing myself to sleep. Ooh, child, things are gonna get easier. And they don't, but they do get sleazier. So that's the lyrics are wrong because like, yeah, life doesn't get easier, but it can get sleazier and more interesting. So that's pro tip. Yeah. Pro tip from a woman in her 30s. Oh, oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah. So anyways, I'm super excited to move. Yeah, um, that is exciting. Just never fucking live with your parents ever. I couldn't. Me and my mom get along great now that we don't live together. But growing up. No, I couldn't wait to get out of the house. Yeah. I was like, get me away from this woman. Yeah. We just, we butted heads so hard. Uh, and it's weird because like now as an, the older I get, the more I like want my parents now. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I didn't want to like have a relationship with them when I was young. Well, because that's part of the the maturation process. I think yeah. psychiatrists say it's really important to like have that period of pulling away and breaking the ties because you need it to establish a fully rounded identity as an adult and that if makes you, sense if you don't do that then it hinders your maturation process mm-hmm. so oh okay. yeah so there um, we go also just quick update we have we got some more reviews fuck we did yeah we're back to a five yeah we were at a 4.5 Oh, okay. For a so, while, but now we're back to a five. Perfect. On the Apple's podcast. 
Yeah. So don't forget to rate and review. <clears throat> um, are you going to read one? Do we have a new comment? Yeah, we okay. do. Um, it says, not a true fan of podcasts, but oh boy, this one is actually good. I feel like I'm listening to friends, not listening to just two folks chat my ear off about stuff I can't follow along. Good job. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. That's a nice comment. Thank you. Um, and I want to apologize. The sound quality on our Poppers episode was really bad. I'm using this like borrowed 2006 MacBook and I fucked up in one of the settings and I apologize. Yeah. And it, I, it should be fixed. And uh, this episode should sound great. And all future episodes should sound great. So we're yeah. on the way. Sometimes we just have to learn. Yeah. And go, oh, yeah, maybe we should check. It's, it's Now we know. It's new equipment. It's like when yeah. you make love to a new person and sometimes you like you do some shit wrong because you don't you don't know their body <laughs> that's true and you have to learn how to navigate it's their terrain awkward. it's yeah. like when you get your diva cup and it takes a few months to get used to it yeah then, but then you do and now you love it can someone please mail me a diva cup i'm not gonna spend my money on a diva cup because like if i don't like it i'll be like that was a waste of money it's worth it i feel like you will like it. I feel like you have to give yourself some time because at first it is kind of uncomfortable. It is a little awkward to place it. But after a few tries, a few cycles, you're going to be like, this is great. I think the mo- the the main thing for me will be like emptying it in a bathroom with other people because I enjoy a sponge. I enjoy a menstrual sponge, yeah. but I can't clean them in a public restroom. So they end up being limited to, like, if I'm spending a day around the house or something. Yeah. I never do. I you, I only change it in the morning when I wake up uh-huh. and when I get home from work. And that's fine? Yeah. You can... Most people can go, like, 12 hours without changing it. I don't know. What if I'm I like, telling you. What if I like fucking around with my pussy more often than that? I mean... Just do some clit stim. Okay. I mean, I was just meaning like in a tampon changing way. Oh, like you enjoy that. I just love it. I just love being like, how much have I bled? You'll see more with the cup. I guess that's true. That's yeah. True. And then I can sell it online. You can use it for blood magic. I can use it for blood sigil magic. Oh. So, or someone else can take it and use it for blood sigil magic and yeah. give me money. So, I feel like I'm getting close to reading my sigil magic book. Okay. I've had it for like a year now. So I it should takes probably time. read it, but I'm we're gonna we're gonna do that in the future. Yeah, I'm into so. that. Cool. Sigil it just a little bit. <laughs> Wanna see you sigil it just a little bit. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, well happy Monday everyone. Yeah, have a great week.